It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What is going on, Pats Nation? You guys already know who it is. Patriots Global here back with another video. And in this one, guys, we are going to be doing yet again another recap for the New England Patriots OTA practices. Now, this is the second practice that is open to the actual media and actual notes that we've gotten. The Patriots have had several actual OTA practices. They just haven't actually been open to the media. So all we can really go off of is pictures and very slight videos we've gotten from days that weren't open to the media. And then, of course, the one other day that was actually open to the media. Like always, I will have you guys covered for all of the Patriots practices that are open to the media for mini camp OTAs. And of course, when training camp also does come along. So make sure you guys do leave a big like on this video because it really does help support me, help support the channel and just help the channel grow and be more successful. It takes less than a second and costs you absolutely nothing. So hit that thumbs up button. And of course, subscribe to the channel for all of your New England Patriots news, because I will give you guys coverage and analysis that you will not find anywhere else here on YouTube. One more thing I will say before we hop into today's analysis from practice is that the New England Patriots next available practice will be this Friday. So just like this video and just like the last video I did for OTA breakdowns, I will have you guys covered again after practice on Friday. So let's hop into this. Overall, general notes here, some guys that were absent today was Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, Trent Brown, Connor McDermott, Michael Onwenu, Matthew Judon, Lawrence Guy, Nick Folk, and Bryce Beringer. Now, some of these guys, pretty much the exact same as we knew before. Kendrick Bourne, still out. Tyquan Thornton, kind of new to this list of being out today, but we've seen him at practice over the last several practices, so that's probably just a today thing. Now, Trent Brown, um, Michael Onwenu, Matthew Judon, Lawrence Guy and Nick Folk all continue to be out. Michael Onwenu, we knew was going to be out dealing with surgery. Like I said before, Matthew Judon, he's a poised veteran, really doesn't need to be here. Lawrence Guy, another poised veteran that I think is pretty fair to be a roster lock. Now, I don't think personally that he should from a football standpoint, but I think from a leadership standpoint that he's a guy that they do essentially want to keep around. So even with defensive line and offensive line, it's hard to really tell um, how they're going to perform because there's no contact during OTA practices. So it's essentially just run-throughs for those guys. So not worried too much. Nick Folk continuing to not be there. He's usually not here during these um, optional periods of time. If he's not there for mandatory minicamp or training camp, then I think it's something we start to talk about. But rookie punter Bryce Beringer not there today. So Corliss Waitman got a lot of the looks in terms of the punting game today. Um, this is a real competition, Waitman or Beringer. So, you know, if you want to show up, you want to be the punter week one for the Patriots, you're going to have to show up to these practices as much as possible. So another thing to definitely start to keep an eye on. 
Now, as for guys that returned to practice today, Devon Godchow is back. That's the first look at him so far this offseason for the Patriots. Christian Barmore was also back today. It's the first time looking at him. Rookie first-round pick Christian Gonzalez was finally back, and we get our first official look at him. And then Isaiah Bolden and Joe Cardona were both also um, returned. Now, as for guys that were there but not participating, we only have one, and that was Juju Smith-Schuster. Doesn't surprise me. He just came back from that whole Super Bowl celebration um, from from the Chiefs win against the Eagles just a couple of months ago. So I was honestly surprised that he was there in general. And then as for guys that were there participating slightly, but just overall limited, you have James Robinson, Robinson still coming back from that injury that he suffered well over a year ago. I just really think that they're trying to ease him back into things. I think last year with the Jets and last year with the Jags, he was not fully healthy. And that's why we didn't overall see the best version of James Robinson. Devontae Parker, always dealing with some type of injury. Chasen Hines, Marte Mapu, Marcus Jones, Adrian Phillips, and Cody Davis. Cody Davis obviously had a season-ending injury this past year. Marte Mapu had an injury during college just a few months ago. So some of these obviously make sense. Now, just like last practice, the Patriots did have a few guests at today's practice. And something that I've noticed over the last, well, I guess two practices now is that the guests they have seem to be former players or former coaches that can come in and actually still make an impact on this team. Like Ivan Fears was here last time, probably working with the running backs to some capacity, although he's not the Patriots official running back coach for the entire 2023 season. This time, though, we had former Patriots legendary running back LeGarrette Blunt there. Aaron Dobson, Patriots former wide receiver, was also there. Patrick Chun was there. Ivan Fierce was back today, and Ernie Adams was also there. It did look like Patrick Chun was actually working hands-on with some of these players, so he could be a guy that maybe at some point does take on some type of coaching role with the Patriots, but it seems like every single year to some capacity, he's actually in the building working with um, the Patriots players hands-on. A fun little tidbit that happened today, the Patriots had their first fight. Yes, they had their first fight of the offseason so far. Nope, not in a joint practice but with their own players. Now, Cole Strange, Patriots second year guard, got into it today with Anthony Jennings and Christian Barmore, who again, we didn't see him yet. This is his first day back and already gets into a fight with Cole Strange. Now, Barmore actually threw a punch at Cole Strange, but David Andrews was basically there to kind of separate them, be the peacemaker, calm everything down. Now, all of those guys, Christian Barmore, Anthony Jennings, Cole Strange, those guys did not end up leaving practice. A lot of times we see guys who get in fight ultimately leave practice, but those guys stayed, but they were not practicing the rest of the day. And I mean, this is the exact type of stuff you like to see from somebody like Cole Strange. Now, I don't know exactly what happened. There wasn't a lot of details in exactly what happened because fights aren't exactly something you're looking for. If you're able to look at it when it happens, then you're lucky. But for the most part, you kind of just see everybody going around. You see um, fists flying, hands up in the air, and that's when it starts to draw the attention. So we don't know exactly what happened. Uh, but we do know that sometimes Cole Strange does like to finish his blocks even after the whistle. He's a very tough a very um, put your hand in the dirt and just go for it type of offensive lineman, which you love that mentality, but it looks like today that did spark up with a couple of the Patriots defensive players. 
Overall, though, today was a lighter session for the Patriots. So in this one, don't expect as much information as we got in the first OTAs video. But nonetheless, there were still some things to take out of today's practice. Bill Belichick did say actually today in media availability that today was going to be a lighter day because uh, Monday, which was the day before media availability, was actually a much busier day for the Patriots, which... Of course, the much busier day was right before media was able to attend. Now, like I did say before about Patrick Chun, he was a little bit more hands-on than I would say some of the other guests were or have been in recent history. And more specifically, he was doing a lot of hands-on work with Patriots' uh, third-round pick, Marte Mapu, throughout his session. Overall, today, Marte Mapu was utilized more as a secondary piece, kind of being utilized in several different positions within the Patriots secondary, whether it was in slot or whether it was just in different um, roles as a safety. As were the first practice the media saw him, he was actually working a lot more as an inside linebacker. Now, guys, before we break down each notes that we got from each position and break those guys down and my overall thoughts, I want to give a massive shout out to the sponsors of this channel over at FanDuel. Guys, right now, make a fast break over to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Again, that is $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet does not hit, the great thing that I do love about FanDuel is that each and every single day they have new promos. Each and every single day they got new ways for you to make easy money and essentially not lose your own money. It's a great thing I love about them. You're trying to make some easy money? FanDuel is the place for you to do exactly that. The other thing I love is that they have a very safe and secure app, whether it's their website or you're using their mobile app on your mobile device. You don't got to worry about hackers or you don't got to worry about you know anything sketchy happening with your money. And that's the number one most important thing to me when I am betting. The other great thing that I love about FanDuel is that you get paid out instantly. No waiting around, you know, after your bet hits. With FanDuel, as soon as that bet hits, your money is also going to be there. Guys, there's no better place to bet than all of the playoff action than America's number one sports book over at FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA, guys. Now, a little disclaimer here. Make sure you are 21 in your state. That first online real money wager only of a $10 deposit is required and refunds are issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that does expire after 14 days. Restrictions do apply. See full, see full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. Right now, FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino. If you or somebody you know does have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash the initial of your state. So if you're in New Jersey, it would be FanDuel.com slash NJ or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. Now, moving on to each of these positions here. As for the quarterbacks, Mac Jones, another good day. We didn't hear a lot from these quarterbacks overall, but in terms of accuracy, Mac Jones had another good day, bit of a lighter day, but still a good day overall. He was 7 for 8 and 11 on 11s. Bailey Zappi was 10 for 14. Trace McSorley was 4 for 6. As for 7 on 7s, there were no 7 on 7s today. Like I said, overall, Mac Jones had a bit of a rest day in terms of his overall reps. Now, to me, that's not all very surprising, right? Your your offensive tackles in your starting offensive tackles or even your veteran offensive tackles were not present. Whether it was Connor McDermott, Riley Reef, Trent Brown, none of those guys were actually present today. 
And it's not like Mac Jones could work with the starting wide receivers also. Tyquan Thornton, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, like all these guys were out today. Juju Smith-Schuster also out. So it was really a lot of the second team working today, which is why you'll see Bailey Zappi get more reps overall. They let Mac, Mac Jones overall have more of a rest day. So when you see that, hey, Bailey Zappi got more reps in 11-on-11s than Mac Jones did, it's not that there's a quarterback competition. It's just kind of the circumstance that they were put in. Unfortunately, there was no news today in terms of running backs. There wasn't a whole lot of run game work today. Not a whole lot on the wide receivers, but we got a little something. Like I said, with not a lot of guys present, um, Kayshawn Boutte, Demario Douglas, Trey Nixon, all of those wide receivers were the Patriots' first team wide receivers today. Any other day, that is the Patriots' second team offense. Interestingly enough, though, and this should really dictate how practice was viewed today, is the fact that the wide receivers that got additional reps with the first team today were Riley Webb, the special teamer, Ed Lee, the UDFA who just got here, and also Malik Cunningham, the quarterback who looks like he's being turned into a wide receiver. As for tight ends, we didn't get any information on those guys today. Offensive line, Antonio Mafia actually stepped in for Cole Strange at left guard when Cole Strange ended up getting into that fight with Anthony Jennings and Christian Barmore. Um, like I said, when he got removed for fighting, Antonio Mafia, he's the guy that essentially stepped in at the left guard position. Antonio Mafi saw a lot of work today overall. He was mixed in at right guard and left guard. He was starting at right guard when Cole Strange was in, but when Cole Strange ultimately was out, then he subbed in at left guard. So it looks like the Patriots are getting him prepared to play the right guard position, potentially to take over for Michael Onwenu when he does leave. But let's say that Cole Strange needs to be pulled out for some reps, Cole Strange dealing with an injury, a suspension, anything of the sorts, that Antonio Mafi would be essentially the guy that subs in for him. Moving straight on to the defensive line today, as for pass breakups, Christian Barmore had one. Dietrich Weiss had to run a lap after jumping off sides. It seemed like today was a little bit more of a messy practice than we saw the first day. But like I said, a lot of your starting and first team offense and defense were out, but a few guys did have to run laps as where there was only one guy that was reported last week to have to run a lap. Moving on to linebackers here, Marte Mapu was involved a lot again today, but today was playing safety rather than inside linebacker. He was working a lot in safety drills, uh, but was still getting some looks at linebacker, but just mainly worked more as a safety today overall. He was able to play some free safety also, so it looks like he's getting into that potential mix on who's going to replace and take that spot of Devin McCourty. He just continues to be active throughout the entirety of the Patriots starting defense. Not much here on the cornerbacks, but we do have a little something, and thankfully, it's about our first-round pick in Christian Gonzalez. This was the first time media got to see him, and in terms of what is he looking like, where is he playing, he's actually the Patriots' second boundary cornerback right now. And the Patriots really had all of their secondary pieces, so it looks like that is what they are looking to do ideally, is that right now, they want to have Christian Gonzalez opposite of Jonathan Jones, and this one does not surprise me. Now, ideally, Christian Gonzalez, the second half of the season, can become your cornerback one, you move Jonathan Jones into the slot, and then your other outside cornerback could be Jack Jones. But I think right now, they're not 100% fully sold on Jack Jones being a cornerback two. Definitely not a cornerback one, but I don't think he's earned cornerback two yet either. He's shown flashes, but 
even after he had that pick six against Aaron Rodgers, even when he looked good against the Lions, when the Patriots got healthy at cornerback again, he got pushed down the depth chart still. So I think for somebody like Jack Jones, you're looking at him as somebody like a CB3 who can potentially climb the charts, but at least to start the season, it looks like Jonathan Jones will be an outside perimeter cornerback for you again um, next to Christian Gonzalez. Moving on to the safeties here, pass breakups, Jabril Peppers had one. There was a lot of multi-safety looks today from the Patriots defense. Kyle Duggar, Jabril Peppers, and Jalen Mills were really the top guys working in um, with multiple safety looks. And that's probably the biggest question right now for the Patriots defense overall is what is the safety position going to look like? Because over the last couple seasons, it's been pretty solidified between Duggar and McCourty and Phillips on who's going to be who and who's going to play where. But right now, it's really up in the air for where everybody's going to play. And are these guys going to have one solidified role? Or is it kind of going to be a a secondary by committee where, you know, Kyle Duggar is going to play strong safety at some point. He's going to play hybrid linebacker, go up against tight ends, play a lot in the box. But then, you know, next year, we're going to see him playing the entire game at free safety. Something to keep an eye on. Something to note, though, about Jalen Mills is that so far, we have not seen him working at cornerback at all. Like, it looks like the Patriots are not going to be utilizing Jalen Mills as an outside perimeter cornerback unless it comes down to injuries. He's a guy that's probably going to go up against tight ends. He's a guy that's also worked a lot in the slot, and he's also somebody that's worked a lot over at free safety. He's a guy that was a lot better playing safety at Philadelphia in that final year before coming to New England on that four-year deal. So, Let's see if we can get the best out of him now that he's going to be playing safety. Patriots defense could look a lot better, especially that secondary, now that Jalen Mills is switching to safety. And then lastly here for special teams, not a whole lot to say, but it was a good day for Corliss Waitman as Behringer, like I said earlier in the video, was absent. Had some pretty good hang times, um, had some a decent amount of booming punts from what I've heard, but the biggest standout thing about Waitman and why he just overall had a very impressive day was just the ability for him to punt the ball and it come off his foot in a way that it spins but does not necessarily bounce um, when it actually hits the turf. It pretty much hits the turf but stops like you would drop a coin on the ground. And like I said, there is a real battle between Waitman and Behringer for that starting punter job. And I think that's going to be one of the most interesting, dare I say, kind of battles uh, throughout the entirety of training camp. And right now, I would say Behringer has the bigger leg in terms of hang time, in terms of yardage and how far the punt's going. But in terms of accuracy and placement, that right now has to go to Waitman for me. So very interesting. We're going to have to see how that continues to pan out and which guy Belichick decides to go with. But it continues to heat up over at the punter position. But this is going to be your recap for the Patriots June 6th and 2nd day of OTA practice that was open to the media. What are your guys' thoughts from the notes that were given? Let me know in the comment section below. Remember to leave a big like on this video and of course subscribe to the channel for all of your New England Patriots news. As always, I appreciate you for watching and go Pats!